from around the world and clinging like that random hair on the wall of your shower? This is Paranormal One. on schedule here we are thanks again everybody for listening to paranormal one i'm mike grasso along with steve bartell and Josiah Lee henson hey fellas hello hey, mike. <laughs> hey how are you guys doing good how are you just fabulous kind of yeah i'm <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had a very physically grueling day at a job that's not very physically grueling so um I have no aid one but myself, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys been up to anything fun lately? Well, uh, last weekend we had Midwest Ghost Society came in to investigate Countover. And, yeah. Uh, how'd that go? You know what? Really good. Um, they were experiencing a, a lot of things. I guess they had... You know new methods hmm. that they've been experimenting with and different things to okay. try so they were really excited to <clears throat> try these things that they were getting success with in other locations but here at conover okay. and uh yeah to hear them tell it they had they had a lot of activity especially in the museum area and uh you know they did an estes method at uh sb7 session and yeah that a, seems to be the hot thing these, it, these days it now. does but uh i mean it seems like they've been getting a lot of relevant stuff from it pretty much okay. routinely, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and the same exact thing happened up there. So, okay. Now, do you have, okay. Big question here. Um, when you're doing that, when, when, I mean, when you're doing it and seeing it done, are, are you guys turning the antenna off or, or putting it in the Faraday pouch or are you just letting it, everything come through? Just letting everything come through. Okay. Okay. So, of course, some things may be audio pareidolia or, you know, snippets of DJs as you go past. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know. A lot of people theorize that you can either hear spirits communicating through it over multiple channels or that it hits that specific channel saying that specific thing as a relevant response to a question you've just asked. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's different schools of thought. <clears throat> when I well, when I was at um, and, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm looking them up here to make sure I say it right. Here we go. When I was at uh, Post Town with the Northern Illinois Crypto Research Society, ding, I got it right. <laughs> um, they had like a modified, like their own spirit box in another room. Yep. So the sound was coming in. Uh, like, like the people in the room where the listener was couldn't hear the box. Yeah. Um, or, well, no, that's not even to say saying it right. The box was just in a completely different room altogether. Like the, the sound was being okay. piped out and then sent back in. It, it, they had a pretty elaborate setup. Well, but, but it was but it was very clear that we were catching conservative talk radio. Oh, <laughs> during just some of the phrases that were coming through. The, the ghost just said lock her up <laughs> yeah <laughs> the ghost just said 
Uh, Ghost Wars, not mine. What can I say? Um, yeah, so it, 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 it was kind of funny because, you know, we started laughing at the way some of these things came through. Like, yeah, I, 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 th- I think we're catching that. Um, now, sometimes the things coming through made sense. Uh, sure. Although the one time I got fisting, but, you know, uh, we, <laughs> we couldn't really put that in context uh, for any of the right. questions that were asked. So, um, yeah that that's how that worked well, well speaking of their setup uh they were here about a month ago and mm-hmm. uh they did something very similar they had the listener in the museum uh okay bl- blindfolded yeah. with headphones on and uh michelle made a bunch of uh i guess what they used to call you know shack hack boxes you yeah know, they were they were homemade yeah. homemade ones and everything and uh <clears throat> yeah they sounded different from the sb 11s or 10 right, or 7s right. yeah now, now i don't remember if we were able to hear what was on the radio i don't think we were we were only the listener was able to hear it but here's the interesting yeah. thing the questions weren't asked within the room where the listener was at there that's was a, that was it yes there was a two-way radio yeah. The, the askers were in the train hallway so mm-hmm. like like dean would ask questions through the two-way and into the museum and so we could hear the questions he was asking um yeah but instead of us you know the people in the room asking the questions it was through the two-way and uh yeah I, we might have mentioned this on on the previous podcast maybe we didn't but you know there was a, a few relevant things but at one point Dean asked, how many fingers am I holding up? And I think Jason was the listener and he goes two immediately, you know, no way he could have heard the question. And so we're all, we're all like, okay, well we got to know how many fingers was he holding up? So we, we went over there and checked with him and sure as sure enough, he was holding up two fingers, you know, no kidding. Yes. thought that was very interesting. I mean, granted, yeah, not only do you have a one in five chance of getting the number right, but you know, but (laughs) also, but just to have an immediate response, I mean, within seconds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that was because because I guess if if you're expecting them to answer electronically, it makes sense to ask the questions electronically too. You know, going with, through the two way there. So, yeah, it's 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 a neat twist on it. It uh, there were some interesting stuff like some names that came through that made sense. Whoops, <laughs> sorry, guess my writer's still on. Little voodoo child, I love it. <laughs> yeah, for the season. Actually, I've had it for like twelve years, but yeah, for the season. That's nice. It. <laughs> potential spam he always calls me so uh, uh so back to the investigation though they uh yeah. they were having a lot of activity they were you know really happy with what was going on and you know we joined them for the last couple of sessions of the night and i was up in the attic and you know unfortunately not a whole lot happened i mean <clears throat> we tried usual methods we used uh the phasma box app which greg had on his uh, Microsoft or his Windows enabled tablet. Okay. And, uh, you know, you, you, there's a lot of things that sounded, you know, potentially relevant or just sounded like, you know, it was actual phrases and everything, but otherwise not a whole lot of activity. I mean, not a, not a loud knock or crash or, you know, movement or anything, you know, and not a lot of equipment got tripped or anything. So, mm. but luckily they did have, good amount of success earlier in the night no 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 the phasma box that's the one that like it, it's sort of like a spirit box but it, it sort of takes out is that where it takes out some of the background noise no th- th- we call that the portal that has the uh ah. the, the uh the gate and the uh reverb pedals and okay filters out the white noise this this is an actual app it's on 
extremesenses.com, I think. It's sounding familiar, but I just can't place it for well, some reason. Okay, so the the app there it is. That, okay. the app that Cindy Heinen use uses. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Made okay. by the same made by the same company that makes this app, the Phasma Box okay. app. Okay. But that's why got, it sounds familiar then. You've got professionals or not professionals, but you know, a lot of seasoned ghost hunters, such as, well, there's a train coming. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Cash is coming now. Yeah, it was Jimi Hendrix ringing. Now it's, my gosh. But uh, Okay, sorry. Anyway. Dale Kazmarek uses the Phasma Box app, you know. and it's, Really? I guess it's pretty widely regarded as, as legitimate, you know. Hmm. Okay, it says not, oh, is this, okay, it's for PC. Um, yes, it, it, well, Windows it, it's for Windows only, only okay. so that's, that's why Didn't Greg you has... download this? No. Or try to download it? There was something you tried to download and it didn't work right. Well, you that was... get the download. That was Cindy Heinen's, uh, app. Okay. Uh, no, it wasn't like her app, but the one that her group uses. Correct. Okay. The, the, uh, <laughs> Just for clarity. It's called VR okay. Ghost, Ghost Box, I think. And, uh, All right. I had to buy a different app to be able to get access to that one and never could get it installed bummer but yep. okay but but anyways this the phasma box app we've had some pretty amazing responses with it um and mm. everything and it, i'm not sure exactly how it works i don't think it has saved you know it, it, it might have saved phonemes or it might have something to that effect but okay. it'll it'll piece together full words sometimes full sentences mm. um and it's different. It, it, it reminds me of the audio box because it has different voices that say different things. Okay. But uh, we did an experiment with it. And, uh, you know, if you sit in one spot, you're going to hear the same like six or seven voices over and over saying a lot of different things. Um, mm -hmm. You don't really get new voices that come in. But we've left the app running and relocated to different areas. And sure enough, as we get to the new location, all of a sudden new voices start coming through. Huh. Yeah. So. Okay. So that, I mean, unless you can detect that you're walking, that indicates to me that potentially it's what's there that's coming through, you know. Uh, that would at least, yeah, that would be what you'd think. Yep. Now, um, when we were out at, at Post Town 2, uh, Dean downloaded some app. Um, there was a guy on YouTube going on about this thing and how great it was. And he downloaded it. And it, it seemed like you could you could choose different voices, like a little child's voice or an old creaky lady's voice or something like that. And uh, it, it seemed like it was just shooting out pre-programmed words randomly at you in a creepy sounding voice to freak you out on a ghost hunt. Or like if you were in a cemetery or something like that, <laughs> just something. To, and were they just to, individual to, words, or was it sentences? Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember because like he he pl played with it for like a minute and a half, and everybody was like, "Yeah, this doesn't look like it's a very good thing," and so he turned it off. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even in in, in a session. It was just like <laughs> we were sitting at base trying it, and we're like, "Yeah, this doesn't seem to be legit." That's fine. It, it, it's it, it seemed really cool until you downloaded it and used it, and then you're like, oh, no, not so good. But oh well. Hmm. So that's that, that's that story. But um, <laughs> uh, I really need to tighten those up a little bit. Um, so so not a whole lot of action 
with Midwest then. Mm-hmm. Well, the, there I mean, except for the there was, but once you know the two and the two sessions we did with them seemed to be relatively mm. quiet. <clears throat> okay, all right, but yeah, it, it, it's it's just amazing how any given location it can be a really hot night or just dead and not dead in a good way. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, I think, I forget who it was that commented on it. It might have been Rob and Terry, but, you know, people spend, you know, three, four hours in a location. And if nothing happens, sometimes they conclude, well, this place isn't haunted. You know, this, I, I don't see what yeah. the hype is. This place isn't haunted. He, he's had people come to Ashmore Estates and not really experience anything and say, oh, I don't believe this place is haunted, you know. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, then it's like featured on the top 10 haunted places on Earth. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, because you didn't find anything. <laughs> like somebody said, um, and this was about, I think they were actually talking about Sasquatch or something like that. But they said it's like dipping a uh, a teaspoon in the ocean and saying, I didn't get a shark in here, so there are no sharks in the ocean. <laughs> so nice. same thing, I guess, you go for, for you know, paranormal investigations. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Now, now you... you uh, you got out and got to do some ghost hunting recently. I did. I did. Um, the The idea, actually, what's today's date? This is um, coming up this weekend. There was supposed to be a festival uh, in the town near here, the one where I did the one in, in July, where I had that event, and they ended up canceling it. Oh, uh, before, but before that happened, uh, they put me in touch with the guy who owned a building. I think I mentioned this last week that uh, previously had been used among other things as, as a funeral home and a daycare center i mean it, yeah it was it's an interesting building uh and there's like there's an apartment in there and uh but but the to me the the big thing was downstairs there was an embalming room nice and i don't know i i think if you are going to give a tour you know if you're going to have an event everybody would want the embalming room because it's the embalming room and uh, but we got we didn't get a whole lot of activity we we still went to check it out we're like hey look we'd like to come out just in case uh maybe something else will happen down the line we'd like to sort of feel the place out do a little investigation uh see if we find anything so if we do have it in the future we kind of know what to expect in this place and that place and blah 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 blah. exactly okay no problem so uh we got there like two saturdays ago and uh the, the the owner the building owner was there the whole time and he was like, you could hear him stomping around upstairs. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, he, he's trying to like sell stuff out of this building, and so he's like making deals while we're up. You can hear, rawr, 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 you know, and while you're doing running the EVPs, it's like, okay, tag that. Uh, you'd be tagging the whole thing, but uh, we really didn't get anything as far as EVPs go. Um, Steve, you made a point that our REM pod was acting weird because we need to replace the battery. Duh. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for that tip. Uh, <laughs> no problem. Did did like, okay. uh, did that take care of it then? Or well, take care of it. I mean, did it? We, we didn't see the comment until we were done. Ah, gotcha. It's like okay, well, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> um, but we we didn't really get much. Uh, like I said, enough. I finally reviewed the the audio. Uh, we ended up my my video camera. And we never had Steve. How many times did you run that video camera that that I've got? Like a lot. 
50, 70, 100 times. Right. Um, I, it said memory card full. Okay. N- I've never seen that happen. Hmm. That has never happened on that. How many gigs is your uh, SD oh, card? Oh, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not even close to full. Right. Okay. I, I think, I, I think I had a 32 gig and there were like seven used. Could you, uh, oh, really? So, so it did register a seven, but it was still saying full, huh? Well, but I mean, I know it was seven because I checked it before we left. Gotcha. I'm like, ah, plenty of room. I don't need to take anything off. We're only going to be there a couple hours. Right. Pop it in, go. So I took it out, put it back in, restarted the camera, everything. Nope, still memory card full. I'm like, okay, screw you. Weird. So um, I finally got, grew half a brain and had that shoulder mount that we originally got i don't know we were, i think we got it for the camera originally just to walk around all night with it or something but i put the sls on that and it made it so much easier to carry um i did about 35 40 minutes of recording with it and, it, and at that point it really started to get a little cumbersome um but uh, we got a lot of footage we really picked up some cool uh, shapes too. We, we we got a few figures on it. One was sort of like on a bike, <laughs> which was weird. Um, we couldn't really get it to respond, like raise your arms or anything like that. But uh, we we were back and forth, back and forth across this bike forty times, and all of a sudden there's something on it. And then uh, after it was on there for a while, it was like a minute and a half, uh, it disappeared and then nothing ever showed up on it again. Hmm. So hmm. that was kind of interesting. We, we caught a few figures actually in this embalming room and we didn't get any. Oh, I, I take that back. We got one figure out in. Um, none of them really responded to, you know, hey, can you raise your hand or waving to it or something like that. Uh, but there was one that showed up in the garage area as well. And um, it was one of those, whoops, you know, you're like just scrolling past and then, whoops, come back, come back. <laughs> and it hung out there for a little bit. And we got, again, like maybe a minute on that and it went <laughs> away. There were a couple little flashes, two, three seconds of, of different ones as well. But uh, yeah, I was really surprised at how much we got on that. And we got almost zero on anything else. A couple uh, cool ovalis words that came through like they asked for a name they got two or three names that came through and at one point and this was right before we started we we did a a short live stream and i think we were running a spirit box at that point and and we didn't get anything on spirit box either um but just before that somebody had asked because they they had a couple names and somebody asked how old were you well we started the live session and 30 came through on the ovalus right away oh wow so yeah that, that was just that, that was interesting uh we'd almost have to go back listen to the audio and uh, we, we just weren't really super prepared going into this it was like okay let's just run in there and do this thing uh, we had a friend come along who had never done this before but had really want, been interested in it so uh, we had her come in and and sort of get a taste for what's going on and what it's all about and she really enjoyed it too and uh so that I, it seemed like like Sherry's holding the ovulus for a while and nothing, nothing, nothing. Handed it over to the friend and it just started yappy, 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 going no like crazy. Huh. So uh, it, it was kind of cool to see that the, the uh, yeah it, you you forget about that sometimes. You sort of get fixated on a piece of equipment, and uh, you I'm sure you've seen it, especially on the tours too, 
where somebody grabs something and they hold on to it the whole night. Yeah. And other people are like, when do I get to use this? <laughs> and, you know, the dude's like, no, it's my millimeter. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we, we frequently say in the intro to make sure you return the equipment after every session so everyone gets a chance to use it. And you're right. Someone's yep. hugging the ovilus yeah. the entire night and never lets it out of their hands. Yep. Yeah. By the way, with the Ovilus, do you guys use any of the other tools besides the dictionary? Do you ever use any of the other, I like proximity you know, or yes, no? Almost never, but we did use it one time, like I think at the library. Yeah. The and, yes, no okay. one, right? Yeah, the yes, no. Yeah. And uh, I think we might have used the yes, no at the at the Freeport and everything, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But mostly just that one. I know uh, the phonetic... I think there's a phonetic mode on ours. Yeah. I know there was in the three. I've seen that used before and everything. Yeah, there, there's a lot on the five, but um, almost, uh, yeah, I mean, the dictionary is about all anybody ever uses, it seems. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that was this. Not not a whole lot of stuff. It, it was fun to get out and do it for a little bit. Sure. Um, it wasn't a really late night, and it was not an awful place to be doing it. You know, some right. places you get into and you just... You know, want to take your clothes off before you walk in the door because you you don't you're afraid of what might be coming with you. It, it but, looked uh, like a, it looked like a pretty cool location, though. You know, yeah, yeah. We I, I you know I, I wish we would have had time to do some more things, but um, yeah, we we kind of got a feel for. I mean, first of all, there's nothing audio we could have done, right? Because it was just it, too much contamination there, um, road noise, and then you know our our, our host upstairs uh, a lot, lot of sound from that and um as even at, at to have an event there it would be a little bit rough just because of the way the sound tra- it, it's a really long building and sound travels from one end to the other very easily but it also travels through the floors very easily so to put somebody from one end to the other down to the other end would be kind of it, it wouldn't be good and to put somebody on top of somebody else wouldn't be good either so uh, just as a place for an event, I don't think it'd be great. But to take a small team in there and investigate, eh, who knows? Some, something might come up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. For, I mean, from what we got, I, I think it would warrant further investigation. But I'm just not ready yet to say, yeah, this place is is the real deal yet. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. And not again, it, it was nice to get out. Yeah. 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 We we had, we had a good time going out and. Um, it was nice to break out just a few pieces of equipment and not, you know, taking along the whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like a break sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we took a few, you know, a few things along. The the, the basics, REM pod, couple recorders, couple cameras, SLS. Yeah. Um, you know, we kept it kind of simple. Nice. So it did, didn't go too nuts. You know, I, yeah. I don't. Oh, go ahead. No, I just gonna say because I, I was asked about you guys with uh, with Halloween coming up about your plans. Well, go ahead, Jose. Oh, okay, um, yeah, we have a uh, a Halloween tour scheduled on the twenty twenty third of October, and mm-hmm. uh, we posted it on Facebook, and it was just really widely received. We we didn't boost it or anything, and it got about four thousand organic views, which was what? cool. Yes, yeah, so oh my not, god, not that's like, awesome. Not sure how that happened, but it was great that it did. Because uh, I, I shared have, it. I shared yeah, it. Yeah, a lot did. I think it was like over forty people shared that, and uh, I think we've got like two tickets left, if I'm not mistaken. 
Wow. But yeah, it's going pretty well. Yeah, the response Great. was amazing. So many comments on there. Hey, we should do this and tag so-and-so. And I mean, massive response, but actual turning it into tickets, you know, wasn't completely mm-hmm. immediate. But still, it's only been three or four days now, and it's it's blown up. Um, well, you, got, you guys know because that stuff, you know, last minute, everybody wants to come even after it's been yeah, sold sure. out. Well, you, yeah. you know, some people have been asking us, hey, when are you going to do a public? When are you going to do a public? And we really <laughs> haven't done one at all this year so we were long overdue i think we tried to do one and it just there wasn't much of a response so we were kind of a little gun shy about it but yeah but yeah and you know some people wanted to buy you know like six to eight tickets or whatever we're like you know we're only allowed to do about 12 people so you know it was kind of like well maybe you'd you would have more fun you know and a lot better time doing a private investigation as opposed to taking up most of the tickets for these were, you know, a couple of groups of two and everything would kind of fill out the, uh, yeah, the rest. That's true. Yep. But yeah. Hmm. I, yeah. I was amazed. I, I didn't know it was up to 4,000 already. I, I know it was yeah. like, it hit a thousand literally within two or three hours of the posting. Yeah. That's really weird. <laughs> wow. But I, I mean, you know, Kathy shared it just today actually, but, uh, you know, a, a couple of key shares, and it was boom. You know, like it was seen by a ton of people. Yeah, that's good. You well, know, we're, I, we're, I'm sure that you'll, you'll, I'm sure you'll fill up because there's oh yeah plenty of time. And we're gonna go. We're we're gonna do a little bit extra. We've got some some prizes we're gonna give away. So we'll just take everyone's ah. name and put it in the hat and draw and stuff. You know, so everyone goes home with a little you know memento of the night and. uh Nice. That's good. You know, we, we, we really went, I think we really went overboard, but it was so much fun a few years ago when we had the big Halloween bash because we had it catered by Hector's and we told him, oh yeah, there's going to be 18 people there. So 18 people's worth of food turned out to be enough to feed like 40, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, so when we reordered Hector's for Janelle's party, even though there was like a hundred people coming, we said, yeah, we need to feed about 25 people. (laughs) (laughs) Their tacos are massively loaded. So when you tell them how by people, they assume each person's going to eat three tacos. Each taco is going to be massively stuffed. So, so I mean, you really get your money's worth, but but yeah, but anyways, we, we had dinner at that one. We we gave out prizes. We had a awesome gingerbread haunted house. It was, I mean, huh. it was an absolute blast. It was epic. But we wanted to do something similar, but not quite as elaborate. You know, we, we gave out t-shirts. We had t-shirts specially made for the occasion. So wow, yeah, and, and tickets were like fifty dollars a piece. But it was all the extra stuff that was part of it. You know, was well worth it. Wow, that's but, uh, great. But yeah, so for this one, we're gonna have some refreshments and some prizes and it should be fun day before halloween devil's night devil's night uh tour you know <laughs> you, you're not marketing it that as or as that are you uh, i think lou would shit his pants if we did that so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so the answer is no it's yeah. just a halloween okay. tour okay okay that's uh that's probably a better idea come burn down detroit <laughs> for yeah. devil's night yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! All right, so well, well geez, I mean that, that, that's great news. I'm glad that um, you're, you're getting a good response from it so quickly. Oh yeah, yeah. I just looked again, and we're up to almost five thousand now. It's uh, four thousand eight hundred and something, eight hundred and sixty-nine. 
Wow. Wow. You know what you should do is get, give a free download to the podcast for everybody that oh, that views that. Hey, there you go. Yeah. If there's a if there's yeah. a way we could do that, like force it, you know, yeah. push it to them, you know. <laughs> you can only, only buy these tickets if you listen to this podcast. Yep. Yep. Or click on the picture yeah. and have it, you know, automatically download. Oh, I'm sure somebody does that. <laughs> yeah, somebody does that, I'm sure. <laughs> well, great. Well, hopefully that that turns out good for you guys. So, um that's going to be you said what the so it'll be the weekend before Halloween then? Correct. And the reason we didn't do it on <clears throat> the 30th, which the day before Halloween is a uh, Oh yeah, so wait, so it's not Devil's Night. No, it's the week before. Yeah, it's just wondering. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> yeah, so I never mind. I was. It, it, it's right. just like a lower level demon night <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I apologize for that. No, so yes, we are doing it <laughs> to all you demons out there. We are doing it on the week before because the night of the thirtieth, I plan on heading out to uh, Galena for the for the big ah. Halloween parade and party and festival. Okay. Okay. Yep. Janelle got off work. I think the one year didn't, weren't there like fire homecoming or something like that? Wasn't there something? Uh, oh, it was, it was around Halloween. It, it was like fireworks going on. We're like, come on, folks. It was football or, oh, a football game. Yeah, because yeah. They, they would light off one, you know, rocket per, you know, point. <laughs> so each, each touchdown was six bangs, yeah. you know, and yeah. Yep. Yeah, a little bit distracting until you figure out what's going on, and then it's really distracting. I just remember it, it was kind of slow that night, and that first bang, you know, it was like oh, that, that look of, oh, we're getting something, we're getting something, oh, we're getting it again, oh, wait a minute. Well, that was fireworks. at the time when we, there were a lot of bangs going on in the building, too, yeah. yep. and it's like, wow, this is great, this is some activity, wait a minute, just did it six times. You know, we normally don't hear bangs, but I think earlier this summer, maybe springtime, we were up in the attic, and we were hearing distant, loud crashes or bangs, you know, and haven't, hmm. re- haven't really heard them since. Like from within the building? Yes, from within the building, but off way off in the distance. Huh. Yeah, and if you haven't been to the building, yes, that is possible. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of distance to cover in that, 120,000 square feet. So, yeah, a lot of distance to cover. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I think I was telling you guys before we we started recording too that even at home we've been hearing different noises now. That's like, not one like, of them. I was just gonna say like yeah. that one. <laughs> that's that's just our you know our town folk uh, okay. displaying their masculinity. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, but yeah, we've been hearing we've been hearing these thumps, these noises for a couple years now. Just like somebody slamming a car door, except nobody's slamming a car door in our attic. Hmm. And, um, you know, of course, we'll look up and down the street. There's not people driving in cars, getting away, anything like that. Yeah, I, I, there's something thumping in the house. And you're like, you can feel it sometimes. You, you know, it's in, in the house. You can. There's a difference, you know, when you can, the, the sound of, or the feeling of a sound and the feeling of a sound that's being made in your house. You, yeah, you can feel right. that. And, um, a few nights ago we were of course watching horror movies and uh, another different kind of noise came up and just before we started recording or before we we got linked up together tonight um 
I, I heard some kind of weird sound just just after I put my headphones on. I heard it coming through the uh, the microphone, so I had absolutely no idea what the direction from it because it was just in the headphones. But it was some kind of really loud, weird noise that uh, it's like, okay, yeah, we know, Mike. We hear the trains. We hear the cars. We know your window's open. This was not one of those kinds of sounds. It was like something, like I was saying, one of these, like a, that's yeah. a pretty cool sound, actually. It was. Um, <laughs> it was like something like reverberating and rattling. So I just plucked the uh, spring on on the microphone mount. But yeah, it was it was like, it made me think about that. I'm like, did I pop a spring somewhere? And uh, no, that's not a euphemism. That's just really, I was wondering, did I pop a spring? <laughs> and yeah, so I don't know what's going on. It's, it, it's kind of cool in a way, but you know, a little bit, you, you kind of wonder. When it's a building that you can come and go and, and say, that's pretty cool. I'm going home. Um, when, it, when you're at home and those things are happening, it's not as fun, but it's, it is interesting. Yeah, for sure. Because you can't get away from it, you know? yeah <laughs> it's like if you're a good spirit welcome <laughs> if not hey we're you just leave us alone but uh, yeah it's, it's just interesting it's, it's kind of cool but um and uh, sherry is far more into finding out what it is than i am it seems i i, I don't know i i just have some hesitancy for some reason yeah but, i can see that i can understand that I was like, I, I don't want to hear something bad. We, we don't have any bad feelings. Everything about this house feels positive and good. But that's what everybody says until it doesn't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't want this to turn into into something else. I don't want this to be a bad movie. But, uh, but yeah, it, it really does feel good in here. And, and it's likely whatever it is, is if there is something, it's, it's okay. It's not too bad. Not like like Josiah. You know, I don't know what made me think about this the other day, but thinking about your old house and the yeah. stories you were telling about that—that that, that's just incredible. That was really spooky, you know. And hearing it mimic the family's voices to a T—that yeah. that's what freaked all of us out, you know. Yeah, that's talk about disturbing. My gosh. Yeah, yeah that's that. That's yeah. What what would be the purpose of doing that? If yeah, there was and, not some potential ill intent. I mean, yeah, it, just, and it wasn't like right. telling us to do things or it was just <laughs> like common things like calling the cat or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. <laughs> just messing with the cat. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's a cat ghost. Pretty disturbing. Wow. Well, um, do you guys want to move into discussion for the night that we already haven't been discussing <laughs> things uh but do you want to roll into that sounds good sounds like a plan all right hey well uh we were sort of throwing around some ideas for for this and that and one of the thoughts was uh lo looking at at time travel now it, it, I, I think everybody's got a different favorite time travel-esque movie like whether it's i went back to the future terminator the uh uh, uh what was it the uh was it end game <laughs> yeah <laughs> again the moment like so many of the marvel movies and oh which one was it <laughs> uh yeah and it seems like different movies have different rules 
to it or, or TV shows have different rules. Uh, for a frequency, that was another very cool time travel-ish time of movie or kind of movie. Or Josiah, I, I, one, I'm really wondering if you've seen this. Have you seen Somewhere in Time? Um, it sounds so familiar. What is it about? It, it, with Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour. Somewhere in oh. time. I, I don't Somewhere know if I in am. time. I, 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 I just have a feeling you would really like that movie. Okay, I'll take that and down. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's, I, I saw it, it when I was like in seventh or eighth grade. It came on hmm. HBO because it was kind of new at that time. It was from in 1980. Okay. And uh, a, a friend in school told me about it. And he, I, I watched it. I'm like, this is so cool. Uh, it's it's a totally different take on I, I don't time think, travel. I don't think I've ever seen that one. To be honest with no? you, no, no. I, yeah, I it's seen- it's uh, it, yeah, it's not a big like time machine kind of thing. But uh, you, you just you just got to see it. It's it's pretty cool. And then once you see it, you probably want to see it again. Okay, cool. One of those kind of things. Yeah, one of my favorites from that era. Uh, by far that was my favorite when I was a kid but it kind of freaked me out a little bit was Time Bandits I never saw that what? one what what yeah I actually just went back and streamed it uh, not too long ago and everything I think it's on Amazon Prime or one of them but uh yeah but with the um little people I think is the correct term for them and everything and yeah they're yeah. going from time period to time period and they're being chased by the guy that they stole the map from that tells them how to get from one place to another and they're bandits because they steal valuables from each era that they go to and oh man it's just so much fun cool and uh, it, it has some uh let's say it has some of the Monty Python members in it and everything oh and, yeah but uh but yeah just a just a good movie I, I think that was filmed about the same time as under the rainbow okay which, which is not a time travel movie but it was <laughs> like about the all all the folks who played the munchkins during the making of the wizard of oz oh okay and it was sort of like a behind the scenes kind of thing it was a comedy i think carrie fisher was in it interesting um and uh, yeah it, and i think a lot of the same actors were in both movies okay well the, these like guys just, like one from one to the other they, they were all these guys were all british they all pretty much had british accents okay but uh yeah if you ever get a chance check it out it's uh different but uh okay but for good for the time period i you know what and truthfully i may have seen it again like you know like 30 years ago on hbo and just forgot sure <laughs> sure. So, I, yeah, it, it just doesn't. It, I know there were a lot of movies that I've seen that I'm like, I haven't seen that. And then I start watching, I'm like, wait a minute, right? I've seen this. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that was that. So, uh, let's see what what I. But but I mean, like you know, you look at different things. Like sometimes some of them, if you go back in time and change something, you change your current timeline. Okay. And some of them were like, if you go back and change something, it changes that branch. And now there's a new branch that comes out. Sure. Your, your time doesn't change, but the other, this new timeline that's created changes. Well, like uh, uh, Loki. Have, Have you started watched watching that, Steve? Nope, uh-huh. haven't watched it yet. It, I, it's 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 almost too confusing at times. You know what? So I, I went back to just watch the three Thor movies just to be all caught up. But in doing so, things happen in the second Thor movie that if you didn't watch 
the first Avengers, you they talk about <laughs> stuff that happened. So it's like, well, oh, I'll just watch the whole damn universe again, you know. So, so I isn't did. it hard? Yeah, yeah you almost so have to watch I, everything I again in sequence. All the Iron yeah. Man's and the 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 first couple of Thors and the first couple of Avengers, and now I've just got a whole shitload of other stuff to watch before I can get around to watching Loki. So. Yeah, and it's like, well, do you watch them in order of release or in order of order of timeline? timeline? Actually, well, <laughs> they 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 uh, Disney Plus take takes them and uh, they re- arrange them all into the historical uh, timeline, and uh, you know, so like the one that seems out of place, but it's actually you know one of the newer ones. But uh, Captain Marvel should be yeah. watched first or second out of all of them i think captain america was the first one and then right by captain marvel and but i was watching them by phase by their release date because that's kind of what tells the story and i found if you do that the post-credit scenes uh make more sense because they're teasing the next movie that you're about to watch you know and it all okay. kind of falls into place Okay. Now Josiah's going, I don't know what the hell you guys He's falling about. asleep over there. Oh, no. Yeah, I just, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 you're fine. No. <laughs> he's like, oh, my God, they're talking superhero stuff again. No. It doesn't bother me any. It, it has nothing to do with that. Trust no, me. No. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, how was it like, like, I'm trying to think, like, Terminator, because that's kind of a timeline one, too, isn't it? Um, or or yes. that's kind of like where you, you can't sort of you you can change the details of the past but the future is still going to come no matter what well but they're trying to kill sarah connor so that john connor was never born so that he can't lead the rebellion against the machines though well but when they destroy like the they they think they destroy the terminator well they really did and there's still a piece of them that survives or you know skynet's not going to form oh it's still going to form all the things they do to try to stop it it keeps happening anyway. Sure, sure. Uh, that's like the, the like the movie. The, the, the there was the movie frequency uh, with, with Dennis Quaid. Did you guys familiar with that yeah, one? Yeah, his dad was like a firefighter, I think. Yeah, yeah, and like some things would change, but of course, then there's a ripple effect where that affects other things. Uh, but but I think that that's so bizarre where the person in the future remembers the alternate history and the or the old history and the new history that yeah, that would like that would make your brain bleed i think that would just be too much information i just watched a um twilight zone episode one of the rod serling ones last night Ooh, yeah it was about this guy that comes back and he's 36 but he comes back to his childhood so he's approaching oh, yeah. himself you know and mm-hmm. it's like freaking all the the parents out and everything Is really that the one on the merry-go-round yep exactly and then like, it kind of yeah. made me think about that movie something wicked this way comes because mm. it's a similar principle you know there's a merry-go-round and then it takes people back into their youth um so i kind of wondered if maybe that mm. from that original twilight zone but i don't know could be I mean, those, those, uh, Twilight Zone, that's just, that's classic. Oh, I mean, awesome. just, they're just, they're so watching those on Netflix? Yeah. Or? Yeah. yeah. I, I went over to Christina's house and she, she had them on Netflix and we, we sat there and watched like three or four of them. And it's like, yeah, we just, it's like 20 minutes and you get an awesome, so cool. 
I, I remember bits and pieces of certain episodes from when I was young, but yeah, I sat down and started watching them. But those seasons are like thirty-six episodes yeah. per season or something like that. It's yeah, uh, what, watching them, them as an adult, it's a lot different than it is. But it's still when you're a kid, it's cool to see filmmaking from that era and yeah. everything. Oh yeah, and the well, stories we, we always we always laugh because like oh here's like this fifty-four-year-old looking guy and it's like you know here's. John Smith, age twenty six. Yeah, <laughs> like, they lived a lot, a lot more cigarette smoking in those days. Kind of aged you, maybe. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, but yeah, that that one, that one was a pretty cool one. The, there was that little twist in with a limp at the end. Yep, exactly. <laughs> fell off the merry-go-round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we started trying to watch uh, some night galleries too. Okay, which, which was another Rod Serling like after Twilight Zone. He, he, he did this and it's like another anthology but there will be like there would be like maybe two or three different stories within an hour long episode oh cool nice yeah so I, I, and I remember seeing those when I was uh, growing up because it seemed like to me like there were more monsters and scary things happening which uh, and it was in color so of course you know when you're a kid you don't want to watch the black and white stuff you want to see the color yeah yeah so, um, but yeah it's it's, it's some of the, the those stories are just amazing but uh yeah i guess with, with some of the things i saw when i was looking up uh the time travel a lot of them look like time slips like where you see something that existed in the past or maybe something's going to exist in the future and people like well there, there are these classic stories about people driving down like through the desert one night and they're starting to get tired and they see this hotel or a not a hotel uh like an all-night diner and they stop and it's got like a 50s theme and um you know they go in and even even the uh, uh the, the wait staff and everybody inside is dressed up like that and they they're the only ones in there and they get their food and they have a good time and they keep going along and then on the way back they're like hey let's stop at that place again and they go by and it's like demolished or closed up or it's something really modern <laughs> and then they'll stop and say hey what happened to the 50s place it's like oh it hasn't been like that in 60 years yeah um so I, I, those those stories are kind of cool, and and they're not uncommon. You do hear them pretty oh, yeah. frequently. I've heard quite a few of them, and it makes you wonder. Like, so are they interacting with an experience, and everything just falls under that umbrella, or are they interacting with different spirits? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to put that into words, yeah. but are they individual spirits that are just interacting together? And if so, why does it just trigger certain times and? It's a lot to think about there. Or is it a true problem, an error in the time continuum? Yeah. Are you truly... Did, did In 1954, did these weird-looking people in a crazy-looking car come and buy some, you know, buy some stuff at, a, at the all-night diner? You know, was this... <laughs> did, did they have a weird experience as, as well? Yeah, I mean, so much to think about and unpack there. And you can look at it from multiple angles, like you just said. It's not just singular. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it happened to the other end. The, you, you guys will listen to Jim Harold's campfires, at, right? Yeah, on occasion listen I Listen to that at times. Yeah, that, there was a story, I'm thinking maybe a month and a half or two months ago, uh, where this lady said, 
and I forget the exact details of it, but a friend said, Hey, I, uh, tried, I saw you at this restaurant or bar a couple nights ago and I tried calling you over and you didn't, you just ignored me and walked away and you were with these two people from work. And she's like, no, I was like nowhere near that. I mean, she was absolutely not there that night. Like she was sick or, uh, she was like in another state or something like something she absolutely was positive she was not sure that night well they're like well they sure looked like you and they were with the people you work with well that (laughs) it wasn't me well like two years later she's out with some friends and she suddenly realizes wow we're at this place we are, I think she was even pregnant that first time. She's like, no, I'm pregnant. I wouldn't have been out at the bar. Uh, Two years later, she's at this place. She's wearing the clothes that the friend talked about seeing her in. Uh, She's with the people that her friend saw her with. She's like, oh my God, this is what they saw. It's like they, yeah, yeah. It was very cool. I I mean, it's, I know you can go back like 90 days and listen to these things. Um, And it's called something like, she knew she wasn't there or something like was the, like that is the name of the episode okay uh, i think it's, i think it's the first the first story and um yeah it was or he didn't know she wasn't there you know something something weird like that but yeah it, it was a cool story those those are always pretty pretty interesting <laughs> to yeah, hear things like well that done. but but you hear those things and and you wonder you know how how is that stuff possible uh, there, there is this one story here, but this one's kind of weird because, like, there will be stories too of people that like show up with like passports of countries that don't exist. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, or, or just you know, sometimes there will be like mystery um, people. They, they're like some of these things that turn up are they were actually like uh, during wartime. They like find they have a dead body that they plant false information on and like put them at sea. So when they wash up, somebody finds the body with these papers on and go, "Oh my gosh, we've learned secrets!" And it's like, no, this is planted information. Yeah, <laughs> this is this was done on purpose. But uh, here we go. This th- now this is this is from a while ago. This is it says this is from the twelfth century. Okay, wow. so we're, we're we're going back a little bit. Um, it says a young boy and girl were found alone in Woolpit, England. They didn't speak English or any other identifiable, identifiable language, and their skin was green. Hmm. Uh, so they were taken in by a local villager, and the boy died soon after that, which is weird because I, I, I the link to this group of stories I've had for maybe a couple months. Just today, I saw this story featured on Facebook on one of my <laughs> wow. pages. But, but, see, I, but I think the other one said that the girl died and the boy survived. But whichever way it was, um, the surviving child learned to speak English and was able to tell somebody where, where she came, where they came from. Uh, they said they came from a twilight-covered place, or they said sort of like it was like always dark, hmm. uh, called St. Martin's Land. And that they were taking care of their father's sheep one day when they found a cave. They went into the cave, and after walking for what felt like a very long time, they they emerged in Woolpit, which is the city where they were found. So um, they they were never able to make it back to wherever it was they may have come from, but they've sort of become a legend now in this area because they're they're green. And, And I think the green started to fade as well over time. 
but but just really weird stuff so it's almost like if you're to look at that i mean possibly even interdimensional and so if that's a possibility then well well, why not time travel too yeah Yeah. if interdimensional travel is a possibility then you know how far away from that is time travel so uh, aside from the uh the greenness um what you were talking about through about going in, finding the cave and going into it and everything mm-hmm. reminds me very much of and I think I raved about this last summer because I watched it during COVID. But there's a series on Netflix called Dark and it's a hmm. it's a German series and it's all about time travel and it's it's extremely interesting and uh, there's multiple time periods but to get to and from these time periods you had to go into this cave and there's a there's a branch in the tunnel and if you go one direction you're going to go 30 years back into the past and if you go the other direction i think you go either forward or just it like i said it it was a fantastic series it was highly recommended Hmm. and uh it did start to get a little complicated in the second I think there was a third season as well. You really had to th- sit down and think. I had to go online before I watched the third season and just kind of recap younger version, older version of all these different characters and how they were interconnected mm. and stuff. But it was well worth it. But fantastic series. I highly recommend it. Cool. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> time travel was the central focus. But without giving too much away, like I said, the cave was one way to travel, but they had a device that you could also use to travel, but only certain people had access to it. And Hmm. I don't know. And then to find out the, you know, yeah, I won't give anything away, but it it was just, it (laughs) It, was hard to talk about something without giving too much away. Yeah. I was hoping someone else would watch it at some point. So I'd be able to discuss it with them, but no one's ever gotten around. I don't remember you talking about that. You know, it might've been in a different, different format or maybe we were just talking about mm-hmm. it and i recommended it but not during a podcast but yeah just uh at some hmm. point at some point just go on netflix and do a search for dark and uh is it dubbed at least it is it is okay okay yeah. that's helpful <laughs> yeah it's not all subtitles but yeah I, I i don't mind subtitles but i can't take my eyes off of them i like oh, i, I, I want to focus and concentrate on the subtitles yep I agree. It draws your eyes to him. That was like we were talking about this movie. I, we watched it was what was that thing? Tubi? Was it Tubi? Tubi, yeah. Tubi, thank you. I called it like 14 things before you finally realized <laughs> what I was trying to talk about. And um, there was that movie um, uh, 100 Candles or the 100 Candle Game. And there was a segment in there where it was all in Spanish including like people texting over a phone in Spanish hmm. and no subtitles. Oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so it was really, I'm like, is this an artistic choice or just an oversight? Cause, <laughs> cause you put, you, you, we turned on the subtitles and it said speaking in Spanish. Huh. Oh, like that's that you're not helping. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yes. Captain obvious. Yeah. Yes. This is not helping at all. Um, but there was on, on Netflix, there was a movie, I think it was called like, oh shoot, what was it? Like the Time Cave or something like that. I forget exactly what it was, something like their time tunnel time. But these people go into a cave and all of a sudden they discover that time changes while they're in this cave. 
And it, it wasn't the greatest movie, but I really liked the idea behind it. Like, as you started to realizing what was happening, um, like, for example, they're, they're, they're seeing the light flashing above them, like pretty rapidly. Hmm. And they're like, each one of those flashes is a day. And they realize, like, no, it's a solstice. Oh, wow. Like, whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, um, yeah, it, it was uh, it, it was pretty cool. Did you ever see that movie Interstellar with uh, Matthew McConaughey? No, but I, I keep I kind of know what happens, but I don't want to know too much about what happens because well, that just the one, I, the, the the one thing that that you know, uh, speaking of time and the, and and the you know relativity of time and whatever whatever, um, I guess this isn't necessarily time travel per se, but you know at, at one point in the movie and this this doesn't detract from the overall story, but. They, mm-hmm. They're in space. They go down to a planet to rescue a device that's there. But mm-hmm. they know when they leave that for each minute they spend on the on the plant on the uh, planet, uh, something like 10 years goes by or something like that back at the ship and out in space. OK, so they go down there to quickly retrieve this thing and come back. But they have something happens and it takes longer than expected. They get back to the ship and the guy's old as hell and he's like you've been gone for 60 years you know and stuff like that yeah it's but it was just like you know it was one of those mind uh f's you know (laughs) yeah well that's like uh, you know that that's like i like that if i'm remembering correctly here with you know einstein's theory of relativity is that the faster you travel the slower time progresses Hmm. okay and, and and they've actually done this experiment where they get two atomic clocks and uh, one is just sitting on the ground and the other will um, fly around in an airplane for I forget how long it is, you know, hours and hours and hours. And when that plane, because it, it's moving, it's traveling faster than the one on the ground, th- if, if the theory holds true, then that clock will be a little bit behind the other one. And, and with the atomic clocks, you know, any difference at all is going to be significant. And and they find that, yeah, it, it really does happen after flying around in the airplane for a few hours. It, it's a matter of, you know, like nanoseconds. But uh, there is a difference. Jeez. So there, there is there is truth to that theory. It so is... when we talk about interstellar travel or, <laughs> or tra- you know, warp speed and things like that. Um, yeah, you, a, a minute for you might be a year to somebody on Earth. Sure, sure. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think the theory is like as you get close to closer to the speed of light, time will change. And, and I okay. think uh, Carl Sagan, I think, did some really good stuff on this with Cosmos, uh, talking about the perception of you know traveling faster and uh, like that thing about you know you turn on your headlights, <laughs> what happens if you're traveling at the speed of light? Um, but but to you it doesn't feel like you're moving that fast, and and everything happens you know just just fine. But to somebody watching you, it seems like you're moving incredibly fast, or maybe it's slow. I don't know. I can be mixed up. That's why I'm not a scientist <laughs> like that. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think if I thought it through, I could come up with it. But just speaking about it at the spur of the moment, yeah, it's 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 one or the other. But uh, but yeah, it's it's just crazy to think about. But I think part of that too also says that um, theoretically we can never reach the speed of light. We can come very close to it to traveling, 
but we'll ne- we'd never be able to reach, I think, because it, it just takes so much more energy as you get closer. And just, I, I it's, yeah, it, it could just never, never happen. But, um, but who knows? Maybe some people do it just by accident. That'd be like, awesome. Like, have you guys heard of the the uh, the Manhattan Project? Uh, yeah, isn't that the the bomb? Oh, oh I'm sorry. The Philadelphia experiment. How about thank you, Steve? How about the Philadelphia experiment? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that's that's an amazing and fantastic tale. Yeah, jo- Josiah gets extra credit points though for <laughs> knowing. But both of you do, yeah, Steve, for knowing what like, I meant. Josiah like, for what I actually Oppenheimer, said. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bomb. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the Manhattan Project was just—it's it, it, just incredible. Um, I, I think the movie kind of missed the I, mark, I if I remember right. Never saw the movie. Just read about yeah. the story. Yeah, the, 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 just to read the story is incredible. Um, I, I think it's one of these movies that is due for a remake. What, what do you think? Is it plausible that that really happened the way they've detailed that it did? Well, I guess, you know, because the idea was that there was uh, in the, the, the harbor of Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were what they were trying to do was, uh, I, I think they were using, you know, anytime somebody wants to create credibility without having to know what they're talking about, they say, based on studies by Nikola Tesla or papers of Nikola Tesla and people are like, ah, yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, but they were going to try to create a, a kind of a, well, to, to disguise ships to make them like invisible to radar or vision or however they're going to do it. And, um, you know, so that they couldn't, that at wartime, your ships would be safe and disguised. And so through the process of experimenting on this, they accidentally created a time travel device and um one of the uh one of the things was that i I guess the first time they tried it they like went 10 minutes into the past and kind of messed with all the soldiers heads and like but they said like some guys were like materialized in bulkheads and stuff like that like they were it it was it sounded pretty awful all right so i guess i wasn't aware of the time stuff i thought they uh i thought it was about teleporting from like upstate you know new york down to philadelphia and then teleporting back using giant massive electromagnets and everything well yeah but i think what i remember was that happened but it was like by accident it kind of went out of control Okay. So, and the one guy said, like, in this one year, and I think it was in the, the, the 90s or the early 2000s, and, and Josiah, remember the, the Fate magazines yes. that I, I gave you? In one of those was detailed a story by this guy where he said in, like, and I'm just going to pick this year, I would say, like, in 1998, um, he, like, one of the places the ship appeared was somewhere in, like, Washington State. Hmm. in 1998 and it stayed there for like 30 minutes and then it went on to the next place it like bounced into this next you know to different times in different places where what it was doing so somebody actually went to the exact location where he said it was waited the entire day of of when this actual time was coming and um it, it never showed up wow so it was a bit of a bummer yeah absolutely yeah, but but yeah, Steve. It, it, there, from what my understanding was, it was this had happened, but um, it, it wasn't intentional. Like they were just trying to like 
disguise the ship in a cloud or, uh, you know, make it turn invisible or something. But yeah, instead they ended up really <laughs> either, either an incredibly tragic, but exciting experiment or, uh, or nothing. <laughs> Could be one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- but you know, you know, because we've talked about how strong electromagnetic fields can affect your brain. So, I mean, it, it's possible that the guys were exposed to this and imagined things happening. Yeah, true. So, yeah, it's it, it's just a, a, a crazy, a, a crazy happening. Uh, and, and I and I saw too. It looked like there was this other Montauk project. It's called, it sounds like something similar. Um, yeah, what was it? They said they created a time portal. So I wonder where they're doing this in the 1980s. Oh, he, he, encounter, he, he uh, repressed memories. Okay. Um, what do you say here? Create a time portal to 1943. Oh, yeah, they, they opened up the portal to the Eldridge, which was the ship that was the one in the Philadelphia experiment. So, yeah, I mean, of all places to go, that's not where you want to end up. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that, well, that might be something worth worth looking more into, into this Philadelphia experiment. I was recently kind of disappointed. There was a story I heard probably about five years ago about a guy named Rudolph Fence. Have you guys heard of this one? no say that he uh it ends up being not true i guess and they the the way the article made it sound it sounded like it was real but it was an interesting premise that he just was uh materialized in the middle of like new york city in the 50s and the people that saw him noted that he was really confused and like looking around like, what the hell am I seeing here? And he got Mm. hit by a car and uh, killed and his body was then taken to the morgue. And then the morgue realized that he had all kinds of different documents, like for stables and things that, you know, the currency that he had was currency from the 1800s and all this, but long story short, it was not, a real story but it just kind of gets the mind going a little bit about how interesting that would be and if that ever has happened in real life it'd be so cool was, was it a hoax out. yeah well, no i don't even think it was that i think it was just a fictitious story oh yeah which made me sad because like i said the way the article made it look when i first read it it was like they were making it sound like it actually happened and their placement uh-huh. involved and all this but it, it was not real hmm Yep, it's Rudolph Fence, F-E-N-T-Z, I believe. Well, one one of the things I saw, some kind of similar to that, except this one, there's no explanation for it. Um, there was a man in, what was this, 1954? Hmm, same kind time frame as the other one. Um, he was a, a, detained at an airport in Japan. Um, his His passport was for a country that didn't exist. Weird. but but it was like a legit passport i mean there was like he had stamps that he had been traveling around to other countries and he was trying to to talk about his country his country named torred i think t-a-u-r-e-d he says between spain and france and they're like oh so you mean andorra he's like no i've never heard of andorra that doesn't exist 
Uh, this our, our country has been here for a thousand years. So they put him in a hotel room and they guarded the room. They got up in the morning. The man was gone and his passport that had been in a security office at the airport also disappeared. Jeez. So, yeah, it's like, okay, that's kind of weird. What the heck? Yeah, the, the time bandits caught up with him, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I just had to Google this. Uh, fantastic, fantastic film. Um, I had forgotten all about it until our discussion, which is awesome. I, I absolutely love this discussion. Um, <clears throat> but did you guys ever see the movie called Looper? Yeah. It, yes. Yeah. Wasn't Bruce that good? Willis? Bruce Willis and, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Here, I'm, I'm going to read the synopsis. Check this out, Josiah. Cool. Um, in a future society, time travel exists, but it's only available to those with the means to pay for it on the black market. When the mob wants to eliminate someone, it sends the target into the past where a hitman known as a looper lies in wait to finish the job. Uh, uh, Joe is one such hired gun that's played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and he does his job well until the day his bosses decide to close the loop and send Joe's future self, played by Bruce Willis, back in time to be killed. Wow, that sounds interesting. Oh, man, it's kind of it's really a really a. It, 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 it takes a little bit to get your mind around what's happening. Great. Cool. But right. once you figure it out, you're like, whoa, this but, is but yeah, something else. I don't remember how they channel that they're going to be sending someone. But, you know, I, I remember him waiting for them and having the scene prepped. So the second that the person is sent back, boom, he just executes them, you know, no, wow. no thought, no whatever. Yeah. And when Bruce Willis shows up, for some reason, something stops him from doing it and huh. figures out that it's his future self. Jeez, that's cool. They like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm not going to say. Yeah, don't give, I don't give it all away. Yeah. It's easy, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's pretty cool. Awesome. De- definitely it's, worth it's a watch. Yeah. Cool. I had forgotten all about that until this discussion, which, Looper. which again, I'm, I have to say, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, because, this is fun. Yeah. You know, learning about some new movies and also re-remembering old movies. Well, I, I just did bounce back again on it somewhere in time. That's like one of my all-time favorite movies. Really? Wow. I mean, first of all, I mean, Christopher Reeve, he just come on off being Superman. Sure. And, you know, I'm like 10 or 12 at the time, or I don't know whatever old I was and whatever grade I was. But it's like, okay, he was like the epitome of cool to me because he was Superman. And then Jane Seymour, it's Jane Seymour. Right. I mean, <laughs> what more can you say? So, uh, yeah, it was just it was just a really awesome movie. I, I love that. Uh, but that too, there was another time travel one. It was the one where like the aircraft carrier goes back in time to Pearl Harbor. Hmm. I don't huh. think I've seen that. Um, one. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Oh shoot, I can't. I can't think what it's called. Because there, there was another one called. I think it was called Millennium, where like an airplane, like people would go to airplanes that were supposed to crash, and like in flight, and they would remove all but like just a couple passengers. <laughs> And change uh-huh. the manifest and everything like that. So they're like, because they're like, hey, you know, it's strange that planes that crash are only at like 20% capacity. So what they do is, yeah, because they, they took all the people off from wow. the future. They go travel to the past, pull the people off, and then take them back to the future with them. Um, and then there was a, a, a TV series. I think it was kind of based on that idea later. But um, but yeah, oh, darn, this other one, though, like this, this like the aircraft carrier, the Nimitz, some goes through some kind of weird thing and they go back in time and um it's like they have a choice it's like do we interfere with the past and possibly stop the attack on pearl harbor Hmm. interesting so yeah yeah 
So it, it was a pretty cool one. You know, in novel form, um, Stephen King wrote a book called, uh, I, for, I forget the exact title, but it, it was the, the, the title of the book was The Date of John F. Kennedy's Assassination. Oh, wow. And, oh. uh, and the, the premise of the story was there was a time rift that was accessible through like a closet in a diner and this guy stumbles across <laughs> it and uh, he goes through yeah, the rift. Yeah, that sounds like a Stephen King <laughs> premise. Thing, yeah. He goes, you know, it's set in modern day. He goes through the rift and he finds himself back in like early 1962 or something like that. So, you know, he experiences stuff. He goes back to the spot and comes back out of the rift. And uh, when he goes back in, he finds that he's it started over. So he goes back to early 1962, but exactly where he entered the first time. Mm. So so he, everything resets each time you go back through. Um, but, you know, so he wants to go back and prevent the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Well, ends up, you know meeting meeting a girl falling in love and uh get out of here so he doesn't want to erase that so at you know some point he has to go in and if you really want to change the future you're gonna have to stay because it resets when you leave you know so uh, so he essentially decides to make his life there you know yada 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 but that was a that was a pretty interesting different take on the time travel stuff yeah. too there was one too, what was there was one with uh, Tom Cruise in it where he replayed the same day over and over like a sci-fi movie obviously oh um, yes 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 Edge I, of Tomorrow I, yes was it? yep I know what you're talking about yep yeah I had no expectations at all in seeing that movie but then I, I like was like totally drawn into it yep yep that, that one was good he was also in another time travel movie um was it Minority Report? Well, no, that one wasn't time travel. That was precognition. But okay, this is the one that it had Morgan Freeman. That's a kind of time travel. If you think nah, true, true. <laughs> um, the Tomorrow War. Did you did you watch that one with Chris Pratt? On, yes, uh, yes, yes. That was pretty entertaining, wasn't it? That was it, and a little bit disturbing. Yeah, you know the the whole premise of it. Yep. Yeah, they yeah. ran out of people, so they're just gonna say any old Joe Schmo off the street, hey, come and help us fight these things, you know, under certain conditions. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and no training. Yep. Yeah, that was that because I think that was that's on Amazon, right? Is that like an exclusive? Yeah. They yeah. made it. That was one of those where it just went massively viral, and so it's like, oh, I guess we better check this out. Everyone else is talking about it and saying it's really good, you know? Well, I think it was supposed to be for theatrical release, okay. and you know, of course, with COVID coming and screwing everything up, I think Amazon bought it for about what it cost to, to uh, produce gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha. And, uh, yeah, it's, it was it was a pretty cool movie. It was better than I expected it to be Same. as an Amazon thing, but uh, then I found out, okay, this was supposed to be a a theater, you know, for a theater. So right. that sort of made a difference. Yep. But yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. I was, I was trying to think, I'm like, what was this other time travel one I saw recently? Oh yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it, as a, as a storyteller, there's so much that can be done with time travel. It, it, it gives you certain liberties to you know rewrite history and events and put people in familiar 
settings, but different details of those settings. <laughs> if you if you will, it's guys a little bit different that way. Yeah. Uh, but and it, but uh, it, it's it's kind of weird because, I mean, I guess in a way, when we talk about like residual hauntings, that's kind of a time travel. Yeah, definitely. You know, an event from the past playing itself out over and over again. True. Mm. And and we've we've talked too about sort of like that thing with the diner, where you know, hey, you you see a mysterious figure standing in a doorway who's to say some guy 70 years ago didn't see some people walking around in silkscreen t-shirts and carrying weird things in their hands yelling yeah. out can you tell me your name <laughs> um, <laughs> like the weirdest thing happened at lunchtime today <laughs> <laughs> that's funny what year is it yeah Hmm. well the the, the awkward silence tells me we might be about done (laughs) (laughs) yeah just kind of brainstorming about about classic or recently seen or maybe even obscure time travel tales if we were standing out in the parking lot we'd be talking until like 3am tonight yes (laughs) about this and i think we've just reached that 359 <laughs> moment you know yeah, yeah. all right well th- i i like this this was good i mean i initially i was i was thinking about you know the some of these different stories about people who may or may not have been time travelers and, and the odd things that, that have happened around them and um you know even in talk about some you know the ways it's handled but yeah i i really enjoyed some of these ideas and and there are a lot of movies about them and i don't know i mean it's like the you know when you're making your own movie with your your own story with your own rules of time travel you can only go in one direction dang it true <laughs> I was like, what would you I, I i just saw uh it was on facebook somebody said if you could go into the 80s with a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars what would you buy? I'd get a, I'd get rolls and rolls of quarters and go to the damn arcade, you know? <laughs> oh, <that'd be> awesome. <laughs> I would oh solve Tron, yes. you know, and, 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 and Gauntlet and all the good classic games, you know? I would have bought all the Star Wars figures when they went on, on clearance, uh, two for a dollar. Nice, nice. And then sell them for like two grand each when we come back. Yeah. Yep. I would have bought a stock in Apple. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Good call. Yes. Because you do that, and then I could have bought all the Star Wars figures I needed. I, I would have just written down all the uh, big sporting events and their outcomes yeah. so that I could come back and Make gamble on it. Yeah, Like Biff's book. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's the, funny the because Almanac. I was just thinking to myself, the, the you know, ultimate time travel movies were not even mentioned tonight once, you know? I mean, obviously, like, Back to the Future, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I threw it out there in, oh, okay. in the beginning, but but we didn't really talk. Now, what, isn't it like the, there was an auto parts store where if you type in this one code, like on their website, it would have yeah. the flux capacitor. Oh, that's right. Yes, was, uh, yes. Advanced auto. Was that what it was? I yeah, think so. Cool. <laughs> one of the big ones. Yeah. 
Could you see that sometimes? Like, enter this into their search bar. You will not be disappointed. Yep. 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 Nice. That's pretty cool. But yeah, that's kind of, I mean, that's like the fun time travel. You know, where where, where things are going to work out. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's always ways to, to change it, and, and the good guys come out ahead. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what was it, Clint Eastwood Pass or something like that, or Ravine or something? Oh, that's right. Yep. 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 Um, You know, you had mentioned Loki, and I had just yeah. checked into it a little bit. I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, you know, Loki's dead. Sorry for the spoiler. Mm. Um, but Loki's dead, so how can they have a series about him? And then I was reading about it was it's a massive series of alternate timelines and and yeah. different tangents. And I'm I'm like, how does that work? You know, and they even said Now wait a minute. You remember Endgame where they go back to get the, the, the yes, Infinity Stones. All the different stones. Yep. I, I think don't yeah. they set off stuff that leads to some of these alternate timelines or well, the uh, was it the the tesseract or whatever was the one the yes one that was in like the block yes that during the struggle between the current and the past captain america or the future and past captain america the tesseract gets knocked loose and slides next to loki yeah and in, in the past and he picks it up and disappears hmm okay because that was that was an end game so i'm not giving anything away from the series right even though the series does open up with that shot, just as a reminder, it's like, hey, folks, remember this? Huh. Um, so, is he really dead? Yeah, but he... In this other timeline. You just watch it. Yeah, I guess I'm... Oh, yeah, yeah, because that, that was in the past. That's right. I was going to say, because at the start, he gets killed by Thanos in yeah. the ship. Infinity with, War. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's like the first to go. Yeah, first big he name is. Go. He really is. But interesting. Okay. Yeah, and he and he doesn't come back in Infinity War or Endgame. Right. Right. So, and again, Josiah's like, whatever. No, no, not at all. Like no. I said, it's, <laughs> nope. I, I never feel that way. You don't. Come on. <laughs> I really don't. I do all the time. No, not with you, of course. No, no. no. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> not at all. I, I, I just know there are like some things that are like you are just not into. Yeah. Not that but, you don't like like it, just you you just aren't well versed in it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's just something I don't I don't partake in, so I don't have much to add to it. Yeah. Yeah, I I know that feeling well. <laughs> that, that happens a lot, but uh, yeah, Steve, you you, you start seeing the 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 series and uh you think you're confused now yeah no i know it's it's one of those things where i'm gonna have to read the recap after i'm done watching it so someone who's done the homework and has reiterated all the connections it's like oh okay you know yeah yeah it's it's a trip it's a trip but hey it's fun ride truthfully I, w- I was waiting for it to be wrapped up at the end of the season and then at the end it's kind of clear that there's going to be another season it's like <laughs> like WandaVision okay WandaVision's done yeah Let's move on. yeah I, I know this story now good but now Loki's like yeah let's keep it going I'm like oh man <laughs> which actually is kind of satisfying because the in a way because the conclusion was not very satisfying 
Gotcha. Yeah. At least to me. But anyway. Anyway. Well, looking at the time ticking up. So, yeah, maybe it is time to sort of try to wrap things up. And uh, I, I think I did a better job at not smacking my lips so much this time. We <laughs> <laughs> weren't breathing heavy. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't cough and trip over the cords today. <laughs> so I think we're all doing pretty good. Mike, you didn't say right. Awesome. You only said awesome maybe once, maybe uh-huh. maybe twice. You know. <laughs> Super duper. <laughs> I said, um, and you know, just as many times as I always do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hey, we'll maybe in another six or seven years, we'll, we'll get a better feel for this. There we go. But thanks for hanging in with us until then. So, all right. Uh, well, I, I, I guess we'll start, uh, given all of those fun things like, um, hey, if you want to find us, you can contact us at uh, peril1contact at gmail.com or if you'd like to be on the show peril1booking at gmail.com and by the way guys we've got to talk about our guest after this for for Halloween so I don't want to forget to mention that Uh, I guess a little tease again yes we are going to have a very awesome guest for our Halloween show so miss that when it comes up um so the other peril one stuff uh paranormal1.com of course and facebook you can find more uh, about what's going on at conover square and in that area at bartell and henson paranormal on facebook uh, also rock river area paranormal society on facebook and conoverghosts.com Anything else we need to t- to throw out there, or do you think we're t- still two spots open? Uh, I believe the, so. Yeah, I think it's two spots open. By the time you hear this, there might not be. Mm-hmm. So if you can go back in time to Tuesday night <laughs> to Tuesday the twelfth, then get them. Do that and get them. You know, if you figured that out by now, then let us know how you did it. Um, all right, guys. Well, hey, uh, great time. Thanks for playing along here this is good absolutely so, yeah that was fun yeah all right well uh hey folks we appreciate you hanging on for the ride too and uh you know hey rewind about two minutes and figure out all those ways to get in touch with us if you want to uh give us some feedback uh you know if you want to like us and favorite us or follow us or however you do it on your podcasting thing that'd be wonderful too so um Thank you so much. We do appreciate every single one of you that listens. And, um, yeah, we'll catch you again soon. And, uh, yeah, Halloween's coming up. We have something really cool in store for then. So uh, keep an eye open for that. And until next time, we will see you in the dark. Ah.